welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Amy and today I am not here with Dave in Melbourne, Australia. I am with friend of the podcast, Rob. He is in Japan. Rob, how are you going? I am doing very good. Thank you. And I'm glad that you introduced me as Rob and not Dave's uh, alternate American personality. I I swear I'm a different person. This isn't his... (laughs) best impression of one of us but <laughs> I'm not sure he could do this uh good and American accent we'll have to get him to try tomorrow night Ooh, I'm gonna look forward to that so thanks so much for being with me so I didn't have to do a probably what would be a very boring episode by myself <laughs> yeah we thought it would be cool to have you in you've watched Sumo for a Thank long you. time and we've heard you um on the podcast before, you've given us the reports from the ground mm. in the Tokyo Stadium. Yeah, it's been it's been fun to to connect with you guys and give a little bit more of a on the ground view of, of what it's like. I know a lot of people don't have the chance to to get to Japan and and see sumo in person. So, you know, for me, over the last what two years or so since the lockdowns have started to to lift all the restrictions a bit more and we could get out a little bit more, it was just nice to start going to sumo and being able to share, you know, what I was experiencing for the first time with everyone. Tell us a bit about your backstory. How long have you mm. been into mm. sumo? How did you get into it? <laughs> yeah, Who's so, your favorite? So I've been I've been in Japan since 2012. Um my wife's Japanese. We we moved here and um yeah, I, I would catch sumo here and there. You know, it's it's on during the during the work hours of the day, you know, four to six in the afternoon. So it was kind of hard to really sit down and watch it for a long time. And I didn't know for the longest time that they had the English uh, broadcast either. I thought it was only Japanese and my Japanese wasn't good enough to keep up with it at first. So I, I never really got too caught into it. But then, um, then the pandemic happened and the lockdowns and being stuck at home for two and a half years. And I think Australia and, and Japan were two of the countries that had some of the more strict uh, lockdown rules compared to some of the other countries too. So it got to one point where, yeah, I was just like, I'm home. I'm working, but <laughs> I'm at home. So I just kind of flicked it on. And, and by chance, I think on the the second boss show I watched, I realized they had the, the alternate audio with the English commentary. And I started to watch a little more and I just, I kind of have that type of personality where when you get into something, you just kind of got to know everything about it. Who was your favorite commentator when you first started watching the English language broadcast? I liked Murray. He's so cranky. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Go Australia. Murray represent. Murray's been my guy. Australian in the stable. (laughs) Who's uh, your favorite ricochet at the moment? That's yeah, a tough question. Oh, I think Wakamoto Haru. I've been Correct. loving his rise in Makauchi. Just he has a really solid style. You know, very very straightforward. Yeah, very straightforward direct sumo. Um, Takakeisho was one of my first favorites. He was the first um, Yusho winner at a basho I watched fully. I think that was um, November twenty twenty, somewhere around there. Um, one of my all-time favorites, and Dave will agree with me on this, I think, Chiyo no Kuni, the brawler. Yes. The man that is. <laughs> and unfortunately, he's out this basho. And I don't think I've actually, out of all the, what, six or so that I've been to in person so far, I haven't seen him win a match in person yet, which has been 
the heartbreak of my sumo fan life. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Do you know it was his birthday, I think? It's either today or yesterday. So huge happy birthday to Chionokuni, one oh, of the legends yes. of the sport. Yeah, We send you uh, our love, should... Chionokuni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did you go with day one? Uh, I, hope, I mean, I hope you listen to the podcast. Of course. <laughs> Where else would I get my sumo information on the daily? <laughs> no, it was great. Yeah, I mean, I think it was... It's been a great start to the boss show. I mean, we had a lot of, you know, young new guys coming in. What was it? Three three debutante rikishi we have coming yeah. in from, from Judio this time around. A couple other real up-and-comers. I mean, Sanyaku is is finally starting to look like it's going to settle into a certain group of rikishi. You know, in Hakaho, we had the the void there over the last few years with uh, people trying to fill his his shoes, so to speak, and... Teru no Fuji kind of starting to go into his on and off again with Kyujos. And I think we're seeing, you know, these are the guys that are going to be at the front. These are the guys that are going to challenge them next. And it, it just feels like there's a lot of good storylines, I guess maybe would be the word I'd want to use for what we see going on. And, yeah. and a lot of them, I think there was a lot of good promise in what we saw in, in the matches from them on day one. I think all three, if I remember correctly, all three of the newcomers yeah. won their match. All of the Sanyaku except Abi won their matches against Serena Fuji, yeah. For the ones he, that were um, there, he did no good. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, a fantastic so day was... one. Very exciting. The young guys going very well. Uh, some mm. question marks, I guess. Mm. You know, people like mm. Tamawashi, some of the older uh, Rikishi coming into this. Yeah. Maybe Miyagiryu, um, and also against mm. Kim Bozan, someone who's come up so quickly, and and then. Um, he's finding himself in a bit of a trouble spot, possibly because of injury. How do you feel about Kim Bozan? Yeah, it's it's that is what it is, isn't it? It's like you can't really get a grip on where he's gonna settle in at this point. I think because he came up so fast, he's he shot up. He had what was it? His his first basho, he had double digits, and then he had double digit losses the next, and he's back down. If I remember correctly, he just kind of seems to be figuring out what he wants. To do you know against against the other the Makuchi the top division wrestlers like what's his his style or his approach gonna be and hopefully we'll see a little bit more of that starting to take form in this basho. Now we usually get a uh, weather report from day for <laughs> Nagoya. Now you're not in Nagoya, you're outside Tokyo. Yeah. Um, yeah. But can we get a bit of bit of a weather report for today? How was it? <laughs> you uh, it was- yeah. Hot now. You said you can't turn off the air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so that will be my my first apology to the Sumo Mainichi listening audience. I'm sure of of many to come, but <laughs> I do have the AC running in the background. I hope it's not too much of a distraction. But it's hot. It's 36 at the high today. 36 Celsius. I think that's what mid 90s or so Fahrenheit. No clouds in the sky, just the warmest, most humid breeze to to just punish you for even think about opening the door. And thankfully, I worked from home today, so I just I just in the the work office with the AC cranked all day, not doing anything else that I didn't have to outside of it. And uh, I can feel for the fans and the Rikishi in Nagoya because I can't imagine it's any more pleasant for them than it is here, and that's got to be a hell of a an atmosphere to wrestle in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do they cancel school when it gets too hot there in Japan or work ever? But the, your kids, they, they always have to go to school or they cancel? That's No, I don't think it, from what I've seen since they've started going to school, we haven't had any 
days off due to the heat. But one of my kids did have um, the pool day at school today, and they have an outdoor pool, and it was too hot, so they decided to cancel the pool day. So it does have what? some effect. Hang on. Hang on. That doesn't make sense because you're meant to have <laughs> a pool day on a hot day. That's In exactly Australia, what I said. I need to <laughs> tell you that exactly. we swim on hot days. <laughs> That's what I said. You get in the water, you cool down. But apparently all the waiting outside and the running around. But I guess, yeah, that's just that seems the way they want to approach it here. They need to get the Australian spirit for their swimming pool time. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. I reckon. Get some surfing <laughs> spirit, please. Um, let's talk some sumo. We yes. came across quite a few bat, uh, bouts today that both of us really, really enjoyed. Actually, we overlapped mm. pretty much on our favourite bouts. And one of the first ones was, of course, Hakuoho. You cannot go past him. Coming up today against yeah. the veteran, and we can definitely call him that, Kagiyaki, even though he's not even in his 30s. He's still a, a veteran in my <laughs> How is he not in his 30s? Uh, well, I, I think that, having said that, maybe I should check it. But <laughs> Kagiyaki today, he looked like he was really, really trying, I thought. He really mm. wanted to beat Hakuoho. But, yeah, Hakuoho just down low again, perfect timing on those thrusts. And that Yorikiri win just looked so strong. It was good, man. Yeah, he is on. We just, I think a lot of us were worried going into this, you know, Again, this, I think it's similar to Kim Bozan. You know, he came up so fast. What is he going to look like when he gets into Makuuchi? And two days in, sure, but he does not look out of place at all. You don't see a shred of of nervousness on his face, and and he looks ready for it. I think, I think when if we ever do see his first loss, it's going to be interesting to see how he goes from there. But man, it's so far. I don't think we have much to worry about about him not at least hitting. Kachikoshi for for sure but double digits I don't think is that far out of reach just yeah looking for what he's done in, in two days you know yeah he's so small too but against Kagiyaki he who's almost two meters or over two meters he actually looked massive he looked so wide I was worried about him against Kagiyaki for no reason it turns out Kagiyaki, I thought might overpower him. I thought might come over the top, maybe get around him with those long arms. But uh, I just nearly called him Ochiya. That's going to take a while. Hakuoho <laughs> had everything in reserve. He was just ready to go. Nothing was getting past him. It was very cool for his second win. All right. So another match I actually really loved today. I'm not quite sure why. It was just the vibe of it. It was Ryudan versus Endo. It was early on in the day. But it felt to me that it could have been in Sanyaku. It could have been at the top of Makuchiro mm. ranks. It could have been mid. But it mm. was actually right down the bottom of Makuchi this time around because of how things have played out. But it was really back and forth between the two. I think there's a 2-6 record Endo's way. Um, but, yeah, I just enjoyed this one. I had a good time with it. And that's what Sumo's all about. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it was it was good. I know it's I think the point to me, I mean, what what looked exciting about it was the attempts that they both made looked looked solid. It wasn't one guy flailing and one attacking and they kind of go back and forth with this franticness or or neither one kind of getting what they want. And that's where you sometimes get a lot of wild excitement. It was just too set experienced Rikishi you know they, they both had grips on the belt they were yanking each other back and forth across the ring and, and just trying to establish 
a good position and it's just just good sumo just, just good same for another round that's get another yakitori exactly get your cushion ready exactly <laughs> exactly premonition maybe um so a great bout takara fuji shona noumi i really enjoyed shona noumi winning as you said mm. earlier in his first bout uh, yesterday, first bout in Makuchi, but today up against Takara Fuji, I was like, is he going to come up against this experience here? But it wasn't to be, and that was a cool kotenage from Shonanomi. Yes, there's nothing better than a kotenage. Oh, the throws. Yeah, I liked seeing him kind of have the opportunity. I mean, I love Takara Fuji, but I love seeing Shonanomi have the opportunity to establish himself or, uh, you know, get a win against an established uh, Rikishi and really kind of mm. show what he's going to be able to do in, in Makuuchi. It was really exciting. What's... Never like to see the salary man go down, but. No, no. What's one of your favorite Kimarite? I um, heard you Ooh. really appreciate the Kodanage there. And I think that's because the throw often looks so cool. It often happens quickly. It's often surprising. Mm. It's often a guy who's on the back foot sometimes pulling it off around the side or something like that. So Kodanage, we're going to give a big tick here, I think. Both our reactions were good. But what else do you really like seeing? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's Kotenage and I think Uwatenage are two of my favorites. Just the the throw, the power of it, the you know, the bringing up everything from behind, and I love a good Oshidashi. I mean, Takake Show, uh, Chio no Kuni Dai Show. Those guys just getting all the forward momentum going and just smashing them out of the rings. And um, and I think the other one that I've really gotten into recently, thanks to Waka Motoharu, the the Uchari. Yeah. It's just like, are you going to see a car accident today or not? You know, is everybody going to survive or not? I mean, we're still <laughs> How he getting gets out, out of those the, alive every time. We're still getting out the Hokuseho Wakamoto Haru bat in this household. Like it is still, a, oh, you're having a down day. It's beautiful. Oh, work hasn't gone very well today. Oh, let me bring this up for you. Here it is again. Just bask, revel ah. in the joy of that. Um, Uchari, because it was just so beautiful. I'm refreshed. So. I'm ready for more life because I have more Uchari. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Chiyoshoma came up against Gonoyama today. I guess this was another one where I was really curious to see what happened. Chiyoshoma, he went forward and then he just started mm. slapping. Did you see the absolute pounding that he gave the, the left side of Gonoyama's face? That was Oof, yeah. Brutal. Right off, it was right off the Tachai. I had to go back and watch it. I was watching the replay and I was like, where where did it start? You know, who brought it out first? And I think that's, you know, Chio Shomo. We always expect the Hankas and the, and the Harites. But I noticed he came out, it looked like to me, he was going for a Notowa. Yeah. Like he was getting the hand up and it ends up on his face. And then the, the slap comes and then the, another slap comes and they get back and forth and they got into it. But yeah, that was... Ooh. <laughs> it was extremely that was fun brutal. To watch. It was. I thought Chiyoshoma maybe went a bit wild. Gonoyama looked to me like he was starting to activate. Like when you get hit that many times in a row, you can mm. see the point where they get pissed off. I reckon it must take Gonoyama quite a bit to get pissed off. He seems quite calm. He seems in control of his sumo, but I reckon he was just starting to get really annoyed with Chiyoshoma then activating. But Chiyoshoma had already got himself in a 
in a tangle and gone down. So I, I think it was lucky for Chia Shoma there that he didn't get an absolute whacking back from Gonoyama. Oh, yeah. And that would have been one that would put him down for a couple of days, I'm sure. <laughs> so, we saw Hokuseho come up against Oho. This bout was over two minutes long. It was so interesting to watch. I have a certain feeling about it, but for once I want to put aside my reading of Hokuseho and I want to introduce some new fresh ideas into the mix. What did you think of this one? All right, so let me see let me see if I can if I can walk through what what happened here in this match because it's again it's the same thing there was so much going on. I think they said in the end it was over 3 minutes. Yeah. But it it started off pretty quick. You know, they came off the touch. Yeah, we had going in for the body hug, going in for the belt. They kind of got back and forth. I think it was um, Oho tried to go in for the Notawa again. And then they get locked up. And that's where it starts. And this is where we say, okay, you know, this is, I think, what we've been seeing from Hokuseho lately. He kind of gets that position. He takes advantage of that that height and that weight and tries to tire his opponent out. Not that Oho is a very small guy. You know, he's heavy set too. But they get in there. They had a good, Hokuseho had a good grip. He had the, the Mayamawashi, he had the, the right hand in on the front there, but Oho got locked in. He had his Migiyotsu grip, so they were they were both in a good position, and I think it was just a war of attrition. You know, who's going to make the first move? Is is Hokuseho going to try and lift them up? Is, is Oho going to try and, and wiggle out? And they went back and forth for a little bit. We saw um, Oho once or twice went in for the leg sweep there. Mm. He was trying to get Hokuseho off balance, work yeah. with that size, I think, to try and to get him out of his his really locked in. Got to try Mawashi something at that, that point. Had, I mean, but, that you know, really is the problem time when you not... get locked up like that. And Oho, as he said, he's so big, but he looks like a, a very small guy compared to Hokuseho like everybody does. So, <laughs> yeah, he tried it. A few things, and then was it the Kodanage again? Yeah, so they got they were they were you know locked up and they're kind of uh, leaning into each other position. But at one point they got so tired they both just pretty much stood up tired in the middle of the match. Yeah. Yeah, and they were pretty much vertical just against each other. And that was that was where it happened. They they started to move around. I think um Oho lost the belt grip. Hokuseho got him off of the belt. So Oho tried to go in for for the Kime Dashi. He locked up both of Hokuseho's arms. He was going to try and push him back. And, you know, Oho is hanging on. He gets on the bales. He gets the grip around Hokuseho's arm. And boom, just just sends him out is what I saw. But then the Goombai goes to Hokuseho. Ah. And we get a Monoe. Did it go to him first, did it? Oh, I misunderstood yes. there because I was just watching the recap, right? So I, it all unfolded very quickly and I was, yes, you know, my internet's gone down, whatever. So I was concerned about all of that. <laughs> so I actually didn't see which way the Goombai pointed. So it went to Hokuseho first. It did. And yeah. I, I was so sure watching it live that it went to Oho. Me too. That when they announced it, I, know, I made it, I noted it the other way around. Because I was just so sure because they yeah. said they reversed the decision was I've what they the mentioned. Same. So it's like, oh, they gave it to Hokuseho. That's yeah. weird. That's why I, I was just mm. shouting mm-hmm. at the screen then. I did not want that Monoe because I was pretty sure it had been called to Oho because <laughs> I wanted him to win. But yeah, ah, it did, turns out I did want it after all. So they called it in the end for Hok- for the Oho win. So he um, Hokuseho went down first yes. and Oho managed to pivot 
right up on the bales. We saw some, yes. some good moves today up on the bales and uh, Oho was one of them. So Yeah, there was a lot of good bale work today. Yeah, huge win for him and I have to say I enjoyed it. Me too. That was what we want to be seeing from Oho all this time. All yep. this promise and excitement around him and you know, he he kind of went back and forth there and he seems to be finding his pace now hopefully yeah maybe he's inspired right. by the younger guys i mean he was one who was expected to mm. do really well like coming up like all of mm-hmm. these fellows who were really starting to join him and make him look bad i mean he's looked pretty bad a few shining light performances but now maybe he's extra motivated because he's seeing all these all these other people succeed yeah he's got to he's got to live up to the name yeah. if you got Ochi coming up and taking Hakuho and yep. you know, yeah, Oho coming up from Taiho, Hoshori with Asashori, yep. all these these uh second generation, third generation Bikishi. You gotta live up to the name if you're gonna start using those kanji. Yeah, that's exactly right. Very good point. So we saw Asanayama come up against Ura. This mm. was kind of close, I guess, maybe a bit of a um challenge to Asanayama today. I thought Ura definitely tried to flop him around a bit, got up under the arms and you know, tried mm-hmm. to wiggle him back and forth, didn't he? But it, it didn't really work in the end. <laughs> That's my reading of it. Uda did what, what Uda does. Yeah. No, he's, this is two days in a row of pure Uda sumo. He, he may have lost both matches, but I think we, he did exactly what we want him to do with, with the spills and the flips and the legs in the airs and the, just the, the meme worthy, uh, Udo Sumo that we all expect and, and love from him. but <laughs> I mean, yes, sure. But he, he's not <laughs> winning. And I'm seeing him looking more and more despondent. Often you see him um, wry smile after, you know, he's kind of like Toby Zaria. You see him the like, Ura oh, well, smiled. I tried yeah. or I had fun with that one or yeah. Whatever, but actually this one he looked a little bit weighty to me. I don't know if I'm reading too much into one uh one look from him, but I thought he looked a little bit despondent after not winning on either day. And yeah, I like seeing him move around as so. much as the next person, but I'm not seeing any result from that, I guess. And I think he's feeling that too. Yeah, that could be. We we that's one thing I always love about when he does take those big tumbles. He always has that big smile on after, like, well, that mm. went that way. But now that mm. you mention it, he hasn't really had that yet. This basho has he? No, I'm not sure he's feeling great. I, I think he might be a little bit worried. But it's only day two. We Maybe won't uh, we won't uh, put him in the doldrums yet. I'm sure he's got a, a bit more to give us, and hopefully we will see some of those good moves and those getting down onto the haunches and having some success from that, some movement on the bales, Mm. some leg sweeps. I want to see that, but I want to see something happen from it, not just him being eventually hard-pressed. He needs to get one under his belt to to turn it around and and get his motivation and his mindset where it needs to be. I think so. But we did see the Uwatenage from Asanoyama, which I just have to point out now that I've been uh, called upon for my favorite Kimarite lists. And, and that was our daily dose of Uwatenage today. So I did enjoy that in addition to all the, the leg work and the flips of Aruda. Two great Kodanage and a great Uwatenage. So we've been gifted uh, with the Nage today. So moving into Sanyaku now, and we started off with a cracker actually. Mm. Kodanawaka up against Mate. They've got a 4-4 record against each other. There was a Mata to start off with from Kodnawaka. And then 
<laughs> Meisei just channeled the energy of the universe, <laughs> took all of the sumo vibes available in Nagoya and shot them all in a straight line at Konowaka. I was drained. I had nothing left. All of all of my sumo vibe had been channeled into that beautiful black mawashi. It's just gone. But thank you. Took you. It all. Thank you. That's sumo for today. Bye-bye. We're done. Oh, he drained us dry, didn't he? Just <laughs> took everything, all the hopes and dreams we had, everything we wanted out of sumo and yeah, that, we got that it. beam of energy at Konowaka that took him out over the edge. That was what well, I was going to say that was peak Maysay. But I have been a, um, not an advocate, I I think that Meisei Sumo is chaos. I think that he thrives off being able to move around and pushing and pulling when he needs to and dancing around and upsetting his opponent. That was actually, initially I thought it was Daesho Sumo, but it wasn't because it wasn't aimed up at the face. Right, yeah. It was in the body. It was all in the body Mm. space of Kodnawaka. Yeah. So is it more, it was more maybe um, uh, Mitakeumi sumo or um, Asaniyama sumo where you get in close mm-hmm. and you're body to body. But it was just impressive because it was against a bigger guy and, you know, against the Komasubi and it was just so quick and and so powerful. Yeah, he had nothing to do there. Kota Nawaka just trying to get his arms outside of Meisei's grip and get up above him and and work something to just stop that momentum and, and nothing. He gave him no chance to do anything there. That was high energy. So Meisei t- totally. Mm. Meisei 2-1. and one. Abise Taoshi yesterday against Asanayama. Super impressive. Today he knocks over the Komasubi. Tomorrow he's got Abi. Uh, so let's see what he can do again. But just in in amazing form, Maysay has really found in somewhere in something some huge form of uh, of motivation, and his form is red hot. Yeah, let's see him keep it up for another two weeks. I'd love it. Absolutely. Next, we had Midori Fuji versus Arby. I was interested to see how Arby would back it up uh, after his loss yesterday against uh, Terana Fuji. This was pretty brutal towards Midori Fuji. There was a Kachiage from Abi off the Tachiage, just the elbow to the face yeah. of the smaller Midori Fuji. And then he was just like rocking him about like a doll um, and eventually pushed him out. So better from Abi today if you consider better being throwing Midori Fuji around like a <laughs> ragdoll. That's what Avi does, doesn't he, though? If he if he really gets his his style going, it's just all full forward, upward force. And looking back at the replay, you know, he was going in that way. He was all into the throat, into the head, into the shoulders. And Midori Fuji, I think he he tried to 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 take that to try and move him and you know kind of get him out of his pace pull him in pull him down and just got Abby off balance but Abby was just again that full you know universe of sumo vibe sucked into those arms and he was just going yeah. so hard that when Midori Fuji tried to pull him down he just goes nope I'm moving and just bam all over him and yeah that's yeah. where it started to look brutal because he just banished him out of the dojo which is like, I can't do anything else. I'm yeah. moving. <laughs> You're going to have to go somewhere. He sure did. 
And so that's 1-1 one, one for Arby. Mm. That's his first win. Uh, it was good for his um, psyche, I guess, that he didn't have yeah. to wait too long for that. Midori Fuji, his uh, zero and two. We had Hoshoryu come up next against Shodai. I thought Shodai was, he was right up on the Shakiri Sen. He was down early. He was bouncing about, ready to go. I had good vibes from Shodai today, but <laughs> it wasn't necessarily played out into the match. It was just my wishful thinking. Hoshoryu, Noroa, Shodai, out. Yeah, that's just how he loses lately, isn't it? You, you, he just looks like he kind of again when he gets up into the up to the Tawada, up to the edge, he just kind of lets it happen, lets it end. He's doesn't really seem to have that drive to get back to Sanyaku. He was looking really good here and there in the last couple of Bashos, but these these uh these last two days here, yeah, I don't know what we're gonna see from him from the rest of these two weeks, but it looks like it's kind of the old I don't want to say old Shodai, but the Shodai that fell from Ozeki. Yeah, that's right. And it reminds me a little bit, it's not quite the same, but of Ichinojo when, you know, he was having his back problems and he wasn't able to push back and he'd sort of be taken to the edge and you could just instantly tell how he mm-hmm. was feeling, whether he was able to push back or whether he would just let himself be taken out. I'm not sure it's quite at that stage with Shorta at the moment and I think it's probably, it might be more mental than physical. Yeah. But, yeah, he's letting himself be. He can escape once or twice. Like he escaped once in this bout. Mm-hmm. He moved around uh, the side of the doyo and tried to get away from Hoshoryu, but he couldn't do it again. Hoshoryu just turned around. Yeah, and went, Hoshoryu was all over, over there. I'm coming straight back. So a good win for Hoshoryu there. Tobizaru came up against Wakamoto Haru, another one where I thought, oh, maybe there's going to be some funny business there. And the Tachio was a little bit weird. It was sort of like they both just stood up and like almost clashed heads or something. But um, Tobizaru got away from mm-hmm. Wakamoto Haru. We know that he can do that. But then he made uh, the large error, I think, of letting Wakamoto Haru on his belt. He was on the belt as well, but, I mean, Wakamoto Haru's on there. He's like whispering in his ear, I'm here, I'm right here. Yeah, that's it. That's what we what we were talking about at the beginning there. Wakamoto Haru just it's straightforward, yep. solid sumo. If he gets those, you know, those 101 positions against an opponent, he's just going to put his full force into that and, and finish it off. And, you know, it's like... um. You know what I'm talking about? Where you, where you seem slide back to work on uh, yep. getting their Tawara balance Batsu, skills up. Batsukari. That's what it was. Butsukari. It just moved just right back, like standard what you'd see in any any practice video that they show. But he he did not let up and and took him right straight over, and that was his mistake, wasn't it? Toby Zardes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. He wasn't really able to do uh, much today, but he tried. He, he always tries. He does. I hope he doesn't start to get the ura feeling on his face at the moment. He, he looked all right today. I'm always on the lookout straight after bouts. My eyes are just locked to theirs. People like Toby Zari, people like Ura. The guys who show it, that's how you know what I'm they're thinking. You see it right that's right. Face. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always trying to see it. Mitakuyumi came out against Daesho, and Here I mentioned go. before with Maysay that I was uh, thinking that, you know, at least that straightforward movement was Daisho Daisho esque, mm-hmm. but we had the perfect 
Daisho bout modelled for us here. It was like you'd spent years uh, playing a sumo video game and Daisho was your character and you'd perfected <laughs> all of his moves and you just finally enacted it into one perfect push against your opponent and you won the whole tournament and that was Daisho today. It was just the hands to the face. Mitakumi was, you know, he stood up to it. He tried, but... There was no escape. He tried. We'll give him that much credit for sure. <laughs> but I think uh, Mitakeumi got a really <laughs> good idea out. of what exactly the colors are of the ropes hanging down from over the mawashi. Oh, that one's blue. That one's green. That one's red. Because he was looking up the whole time. Daisho did not let him come down and get anything going. Just boom into the neck, straight back. Oh, Daisho Sumo. Yeah, so that good. must look weird, actually, when you're just looking at the ceiling the whole time. <laughs> oh, this looks when nice. When your neck's being held up by the Nodoar and you're just like, oh, look at the spot on the ceiling. The cleaners haven't been up there for a while. <laughs> oh, they could really put a camera up there, you know, do that Abema-style shot down from above. I really should. Oh, I'm yeah. out. Oh, Whoops. That's it for today's analysis. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Yeah, I'll see what the ceiling looks like tomorrow, I guess. <laughs> so let's have a little look how these um, Sekiwake are going. They all mm. won today again. So absolutely en route uh, so far. Daesho, Wakamoto Haru and Hoshoryu. 2-0. Uh, it's yes. a bit early to be calling it, but um, I'm starting a Sekiwake leaderboard right now. I don't know about you. Oh, we need it. Yeah, that's the future of sumo right there. Three two zeros going into the to the first sure week is. and if they can keep up the momentum i mean kotono wakaabi they're not doing bad one and one it's it's we haven't had a lot of losses in the sanyaku yet which is which is nice bah, not interested in those nah. two <laughs> only the sekiwake they're they're my, my boys this time around with noah zeki um terenafuji yes. up against nishikiki now yesterday nishikiki he had a fusen show so he is feeling nicely rested uh, today he's gone off afterwards, he's had some chunker, he's had a nice foot bath, he's had his, I don't know, met up with some mates, had a few beers, he's just absolutely, lo- got an early night, loving life, fronts up today against the big guy and look. That's the point, <laughs> that's the point him. right there, that's the point right there, that, that little pause right there because that's pre and post, it's, it's where were you at this moment. It's where were you when you saw Wakamoto's Uchari? (laughs) (laughs) This is another pivotal moment of of sumo fandom. Man, that was, oh, what a match. What a way to go down. Yeah. So um, they got really, really close. Nishikigi had the Morizashi. Mm -hmm. So it was this belly-to-belly sumo, which looks so impressive. and Which usually, you know, Taranofuji, he's on the belt. It's over. Yeah. Right? You're just like, don't let this guy knee. You've got to get him off balance. You've got to push him back. You've got to twist him around. You've got to put pressure on the knees. What you usually don't have to do is go belly to belly with him. <laughs> Terunofuji, did I notice, with one hand have the sigari of uh, Nishikigi and he had the other hand up quite high. Mm. And I feel like he waited. He might have. I'm not sure what happened here. I didn't feel the back and forth of the bodies, and I think that had a lot to do with it. But maybe Terunofuji waited too long to clamp the arms down like he did. Anishikigi had just found that momentum place, that perfect place, and he was able to take all of Terunofuji's momentum coming towards him and 
Screen nugget. That was exactly the comment Just I was going to make. I, I watched another that nugget. so many times. Yes, another nugget. Thank you for the nuggets. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, he was trying We're to- We're wrecking him up tonight. He was trying to get in around the body. Nishikiki, he was maybe trying to either get some kind of body hold or, or belt hold, maybe like you said, belly to belly. And you just saw Terunofuji, he does, you know, two things extreme. I mean, he does a lot extremely well, but two things that, you know, you can always expect from him is the belt or the kimedashi, where he locks up the elbows, the forearms. And that's what it was. Nishikiki was trying to get in deep. Terunofuji clamped on the upper arms. And I think that's what it was. As he was going to stand him up kind of bring up the elbows put the pressure on it to get nishikigi off balance and then carry him out it was just that split second where Terunofuji starts to come up and he just moves and goes go ahead keep going yeah. and just let him go yeah. yeah that was nuts i love those moves because it feels like a puzzle piece being slotted into place or a a lever being perfectly pressed at the right time yes. or those puzzles that you see online with the you know ball going a, around a whole <laughs> intricate set of drops and flips and you know that someone set up in their room and everything just works perfectly it just you just kind of feel at the moment what it would be like to be in that bout and to have that happen you're just like yeah it's happening it's happening it's perfect <laughs> And it happens. I don't know. It, I just really enjoyed it. Is this is I this sumo really ASMR? Cool. Is that what we're experiencing here? Just that moment of ah, ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if we were listening to the sounds of it, it would be that. I think it's some kind of like body experience of it. I think it's like VR. VR. Anyway. Yes, that's what, yeah. We need, we need the visual VR. element there. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or AR or something. Oh, I don't know, but it's good. Whatever it is, this is Nishikigi's second uh kinboshi so he got one back in 2019 and Aww. i'm gonna say it was against oh it was against a kakuri Ooh. on day three yep so usually they're against haramafuji yeah. i find when you go back and look at um old kinboshi but uh no slight no slight no shade um but this one against kakuri in 2019 mm. so very impressive yeah. Very impressive to get another one. Not to mention uh, this time around. I saw a few. I think that puts him. Oh, things. the cushions. Oh, yes. Like, let's go to that first. Yeah. The cushions. Oh, how badly oh, yeah. I have wanted to down. throw a cushion. I have never had a chance. Would you? Oh, Would yeah. You I'm not sure I could bring myself. I'm not sure I could do it. Oh, I'm going to throw that the cushion. The only way I'd do it is if Shodai was guaranteed to catch it. <laughs> like he did that one glorious time that was the best was moment beautiful. of my life when he just caught the cushion that flew at him from behind oh. i'll tell you um I, I yeah i don't i don't think i could do it you just got to get enough sake you just have to have the right people around you <laughs> everybody yelling <laughs> the chaos and once you see that yeah. i think that's what it was today too is we saw i was watching for because i was wondering you know when are they going to start throwing zabuton again when, when are you going to start seeing those fly mm. and i was watching for it and there was a moment where one just cuts across the bottom of the screen. I was like, oh, was that? Was that? Did I just see? Just and then crazed. just everywhere yeah. right after that. You just need that one yeah. crazy person to get it going. And I think I'd be willing to fulfill that role in the next boss show. <laughs> I, I did see a few grazed Terranofuji's head as he was walking out down the Hanamichi. So I think that yeah. really going <laughs> Just wait till it gets close enough. But what were you going to say about 
Nishikigi with oh yeah Kimboshi perhaps so Nishikigi that puts him at at what seven eight wins in a row now because he won almost all of week two he only had oh, what nice. one loss in, in I think the very beginning of week two so he's he's on a streak that's got to be close to I think seven or eight wins in a row now that he's and he's at the Yokozuna who did he have who did he have yesterday? No, it's 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 escaping my head. Did he have one of his? Oh, he had the Fusensho. Oh, yeah, that's right. You <laughs> he said had the, the Fusensho. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Okay. That takes it down a, a half a peg. But that's fine. A white dot is a white no, dot. No, no, so. no, no. It makes it better. <laughs> it makes yeah. it better because he didn't get to warm up. You know, he did. He got to relax. I was making a lot of that before. Sure. Yeah. But also, it's hard to not kickstart your basho on day one and to have to front up on day two against Terranofuji. Mm. I'm not sure that would be any easier. Yeah. So yeah, he's just pulled it off. I thought he looked quite happy about it. I oh, thought sure he had he a bit of a hell yeah <laughs> face on. Trying to stop himself from doing the, the Hakuho was it the final match? The ah, he didn't want to let the ah. <laughs> that was yeah, amazing. He didn't want match. to fist pump the air, but he actually really, really did. We felt it. We <laughs> I felt would it have, I would give anything to see Nishikigi yeah, yeah, yeah. Fist pump in the mind. All right. Well, what uh, matches do we have tomorrow? Let's have a bit of a look. We've got Terunofuji up against Tobizaru. Um, that's a 6-2 record, but I think those two must have been. Oh, no, no. He beat him in September yeah, last year. Yeah. That's right. Very interesting. I'm not sure if I had been just beaten by Nishikigi, I would be keen to front up against Tobizaru the next day. Like I'd way prefer someone like Mitakuyumi. Um, or even like Wakamoto Haru or somewhere, or Midori Fuji, someone where you're just like, I know much yeah. more what I'm going to get. Yeah. I'm Shodai. Love to come up with Shodai <laughs> the day after getting beaten by Nishikigi. It's the Yokozuna. Poor Shodai. Poor Midori Fuji. Uh, Shodai, though, oh, yeah, being a bit mean here maybe. Shodai against uh, Wakamoto Haru, mm. always a battle of the hearts for me. Hoshoryu against Nishikigi. Good luck to you, Hoshoryu, both two and zero. Midori Fuji up against Daisho Konoaka Mitakeumi. Meisei Abi. Asaniyama, I can just read this whole thing out. It's just all gold all the way. Asaniyama Hiradumi. Um, but let's have a look down lower. Hakuoho takes on Takara Fuji. I mean, Ooh. just push the old guy back, I guess. <laughs> Oh, one thing I haven't enjoyed so far is Bushozan's record. I thought he might come back into uh, Makuchi and slay, but he has not been. He got slapped down today um, the way that he does when he's not mm. doing well. That was a bit disappointing. Shonanumi, he has Endo. Gonoyama has Daishoho. Uh, Kimbozan, Koroeko. Oh, <laughs> Gambare, Koroeko. Gambare. We haven't talked about him. Um, at all on the podcast podcast not. yet. We're not willing to unless he gets uh, Kachikoshi, but I will say that he's 2-0, so good news there. Not to mention our cool. judo visitor for tomorrow, Atami Fuji, is coming back for a day. Ooh. We'll Ooh. get to see if, if he's going to be willing to Very cool. be able to get his way back up in the next uh, Basho or not at J1. Yeah, that will be very cool if he can succeed there against Aoyama. Yep. All right, well, we might wrap it up i think tonight thanks so much rob for being yeah. our um honorary sumo <laughs> mainichi podcaster thank you it's been so great to have you on and uh you'll be back i'm amy this is rob and we'll say goodbye for tonight bye goodbye
Yeah, yeah.